Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush. Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to your Friday Rush Hour. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurly, with you here on WABC. If you'd like to be part of today's program, all you have to do, get a hold of us at 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Plenty of news, some of it believable, some of it, you know, go back to what Sarah Huckabee Sanders said in the uh, in her post-State of the Union address. We are no longer a nation that is arguing between right and left. We are a nation that's arguing between normal and crazy. And the crazy is out there in all sorts of forms. Crazy number one today, an article in the Amazon Prime Washington Post. And for those of you that don't know why, do you know why I call it the Amazon Prime Washington Post? You, you know. Yeah. Jeff Bezos, owner of Amazon, bought the Washington Post. So, hence the Amazon Prime Washington Post, okay? The article says that it's an opinion piece by Catherine Rempel, one of the liberals that is always on the scene there. She says that threatening a U.S. default was bad before. Now it's colossally idiotic. So this fight over the debt limit that we have that, by the way, Janet Yellen has not been engaged in. She's refused so far to even negotiate with Republicans in the House who are constitutionally, constitutionally mandated to originate all appropriations, all money that is spent from Congress in the United States. But yet this woman who just bailed out, she and Joe Biden, Rich millionaires on the left coast of America at a failing, at more than one failing bank, as it turns out. Yet they refuse to negotiate with elected representatives in the House of Representatives over a debt ceiling that has to be resolved one way or another. So Catherine Rumpel begins to plead to lawmakers if it was a bad idea to threaten default on U.S. debt before it would be astoundingly, colossally idiotic now because of these bank failures. Well, guess what, Catherine Rumpel? Sit this on a fire hydrant and twist, okay? It is more now than ever expedient for Republicans to demand that we have some fiscal sanity coming out of Washington, D.C. after these multi-trillion dollar print the money because we don't really have it giveaways of this administration which have driven inflation through the roof. Now, Ms. Rempel and the other liberal voices say, oh, don't, 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 don't make them stop spending so much money. It would be idiotic. No, what's idiotic would be to continue on the course that we are on. There's not enough time or energy to claw back all the money that was wasted in scams from this so-called COVID relief. 
these trillions of dollars that were spent when you look at it collectively over the course of the years. It is incumbent upon those in Congress who are tasked with at least presenting a modicum, a modicum of a farce of looking like they want to do the right thing to actually demand that we have real spending cuts. We are $31 trillion in debt. Half of the money the taxpayers pay into Washington a year goes just to pay the interest on the debt. There is no end in sight. This is insanity. If you ran your own business like this, you would be locked up already and put in jail for fraud or for running a Ponzi scheme, however you want to put it. It is insane to let this farce continue. (sighs) Moving on. Russia, energy firm helping China's nuclear weapons program, direct threat to the United States. This is from Fox News today. That's what the Republicans are warning. They want a briefing from the Biden administration. Um, Okay, fine. You guys are late to the party. Where were all of you when China and Russia agreed to work together against U.S. interests during the early part of the Biden administration? And, of course, Biden and company too busy bashing Trump and bashing the last administration and repealing a great economy to give us a trashed economy to pay attention to the national defense. So, of course, now when Russia shoots down a United States drone, now all of a sudden people want to pay attention to the growing threat between Russia and China's collaborative efforts to put the security of the United States at harm. Nice going, guys. Get to it. In a similar vein, the Department of Justice, or the Department of Just Republicans, because that's the only ones they seem to persecute, the Department of Justice is probing TikTok, and I love this one, over allegations that TikTok, have you heard about this, Scott, TikTok spying on? Of course. Yes, on the journalist. Of course. <laughs> I got, you got to love this. So now, so now, we're supposed to all be just, I guess, scared because ooh, the commies over at TikTok. This is has been a communist operation from the very beginning, and and now the Department of Justice and the Biden administration are making noises that you know it's really time we get a hold of this TikTok thing maybe we need to ban TikTok we don't, who, who I feel like uh, someone in the presidency has said that in the past and was making I'm, that's what I'm trying to remember I thought I heard somebody say back when you know this TikTok thing it, it is, sounds familiar it sounds familiar Diego you have any clue what when was that do you remember anything about hearing did you ever hear anything about we should ban TikTok that does sound familiar i think maybe 2018 2019 around there Oh, was that who was president in twenty? I don't remember now. Who was who was before Biden? Was uh, uh, it was a Republican? I think huh. it was a Republican, wasn't it? I can't I, remember the name. Hmm. Well, gee, I guess Christian. Now somebody, know? Christian, 
Hmm. I think hmm. he was a Republican. Yeah, but who was it that said we should ban TikTok because they're spying on us? I mean, it seemed xenophobic at the time. That's what they said. They said, <laughs> it just like when, oh, you know who it was? It was, let's ask Matt. Matt just walked in the room. Hey, Matt, we're all trying to figure out something really difficult. Today, the Department of Justice and others are worried about TikTok. TikTok apparently has been spying on U.S. journalists. And so now we're hearing calls that maybe we should ban TikTok. And it seems all of us are kind of, because we're saying, we heard somebody say that before, that TikTok should be banned. We just can't remember who said it. Do you have any idea who that was? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking uh, 26, we're talking like 2018, 2019. Yeah, I mean, somewhere around there. Right, before the pandemic, I do remember, right. I, I do remember uh, somebody saying that. But Diego and Christian couldn't figure this out? We all know we've heard it before. Huh, Interesting. Um, yeah, no, I, it's just not coming to me right now. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, well, uh, nope, nope, that's not, nope, he didn't say that. That's right. No, he didn't say that. Okay. Obama. Was it Obama? Nope, nope. Nope, no. He was before that guy, right? He was before, yeah, he was, he was two presidents ago. So it wasn't that Mike one. Pence, Mike Pence. It could. It, it wasn't, he wasn't, no. Wait. He wasn't president. Uh, no, 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 Diego. no, no, I think he was the vice president Diego. of the guy we're trying to think of. This is why you listen to WABC Radio, because if you went to public school, you would think Mike Pence was president of the United States. Uh, <laughs> and Mike Pence was never president of the United States. But, yeah, no, you're, you're right. I, I believe there was uh, somebody. Yes, I, I, clearly we can't come up between the five of us here uh, who said that in uh, in 2018, 19. To be, I know. Maybe to beware of, of TikTok. Yes. I mean, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Maybe somebody out there knows. Oh, oh, you know what? Call one eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. Right? <laughs> Please tell us. That's it. Please tell us. Yeah, who, yeah. who said was it that? that we ought to ban TikTok because they're spying? Oh, thank you. You got it. No doubt, James. It's Friday. It's rush hour. At WABC Talk Radio seventy seven. Boston Early's rush hour. Glad you're here with us. Eight hundred eight four eight WABC's number to call. We've got a lot more news coming up. Did you hear the guy from Def Leppard? Did you hear about this? The drummer from Def Leppard? Oh, my God. Keep the music there. Some crazed spring breaker runs full throttle to this guy. He only has one arm. Totally knocks him over. The guy's girlfriend comes out, and this crazed spring breaker attacks the girlfriend as well. Uh, spring break, America's college students. Let's beat up the musicians for fun. What are you going to do? <laughs> WABC, stay with us. Coming right back. Don't go away. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. Yeah. 
WABW, ABC Talk Radio 77 in New York. James Golden with you. Bright afternoon in the Apple. 800-848-WABC. Breaking news, WABC. Christian has an article for us. Christian, do you want to take it? Oh, do you not have the article ready? It's yeah, this is some no. great breaking news. It's a lot of buildup for it's breaking. It was Donald Trump. There it is. There it is. It was who? I believe it was Donald Trump. You're, ta- you're talking about the TikTok, uh, the person that wanted to ban TikTok. The person That's- that wanted to ban TikTok was Donald Trump. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That's right. And they said he was a xenophobe. Wait, wait, wait. But now Biden is doing the same thing? The yes. same thing that Trump was doing? Yes. Oh, wow. Just like he's adopting some of his policies, they're trying to now say, that, you know, some of those things he wanted to try to stop the immigration, maybe we ought to look at that. That was earlier this week. That went right by everybody. Boy, if I didn't know better, you'd almost think Trump was right about a lot of this stuff. Mm. Go figure. Good good thing we know that's not the case. Good thing. Baltimore is failing school. Thank you, Christian, for doing the research and finding out for us who it was. Baltimore's failing school system is making school choice the only hope for students. Education activists say Baltimore, one of the highest funded school systems in the country, delivers some of the worst educational outcomes. According to an education reformer, nearly nine of 10 Baltimore City public school students, please listen to this carefully, nearly nine of 10. Baltimore City public school students are not proficient in math, and about 80% of elementary schoolers weren't proficient in English. Not according to some right-wing wacko nut jobs, but according to the Maryland State Department of Education, issued that in the report, in Maryland. Let's just break it down. I talked about this three weeks ago. Maryland recently gave a standardized test, Baltimore, to 2,000 of their students in math. Of the 2,000 students, not one, not one, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, not one passed. Not one of 2,000. Not one. And now it turns out, we didn't know at the time that 80% of them couldn't even speak English. So not only can't they add, they can't subtract, multiply, divide. Let's not even talk about calculus because we can't even get to algebra. Not one passed. 
And now we're told that 80% of them can't speak English enough, proficiently enough to pass an exam. This is blue city magic, folks. These are the people that tell you that don't you dare open a charter school because, because it will hurt the public schools. Well, what in the hell are the public schools doing? They are mass, they are committing an entire generation, as they have been doing for decades, of children to become illiterate adults who cannot function in society, and then they want to whine about mass incarceration when so many of them end up in jail because, what, they have nothing else to do with their lives but turn to a life of crime. But don't you dare bring up charter schools because, oh, no, 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 that's some more of that stuff that we don't want to hear. Why we are taking away from our dearly beloved and most beloved on high public school system if we dare give parents an alternative as to where to send their children. Oh, did I mention most of these kids are black or Hispanic? Oh, no. Of course they are. And this goes on. New York City has had over 242 failing schools year after year after year. Nobody cares why they're just them little negra children. Who cares if they're educated? Meanwhile, you have these teachers unions, wine garden and everybody else whining because in Florida, Ron DeSantis actually wants to take some of this twisted pervertedness out of the courses that are offered to children and stop the sexual grooming of children. But no, 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 he's a bigot. Meanwhile, these kids cannot read, they cannot write, and they don't know how to do math. But that's okay with everybody. It is not okay. And until America deals with this problem and fixes this problem, we will never be the nation that we were intended to be. You cannot have wholesale failure of education and expect to ever have a safe and secure society. You cannot. And if you want to know what ails so many, oh, 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 you want to know, New York. Let's go to New York, for instance. Right now, you still have business that is suffering from these unbelievable lockdowns that were imposed by Governor Cuomo. Businesses have still not returned to New York. Crime is rampant because of these liberal-slash-progressive policies that let criminals go right back on the streets within hours after they have found for the latest crimes, you have DAs in major cities, almost every single blue city in America, letting these criminals out on the street because bail of bail reforms. Because, you know, don't you know, keeping people in jail that commit crimes is racist. We can't have that. We cannot have, we cannot let black people stay in jail when they commit a crime. It's racist. And where's my reparations, by the way? Meanwhile... Department stores are closing. Bank ATMs are closing because they don't want to have the liability of being in unsafe neighborhoods. And meanwhile, we have Governor, we have, I'm sorry, not Governor, 
in his dreams, Mayor Adams has come up with a brilliant solution to the crime in New York. Christian pointed this out to me. Thank you, Christian, very much. We have him. Let's hear from our let's hear from our mayor on how this to stop not, the crime. This is not a city where you can walk into a store, take what you want, and walk out. Dozens of large retailers are reportedly using facial recognition to catch repeat offenders, and more entertainment venues are using the tool at ticket gates, including First Energy Stadium in Cleveland, City Field in New York, and the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. It's very, very difficult to find a pin in a haystack, so to speak, at a large uh, venue or a large event. So, yeah, I think you're going to continue to see the technology distributed. And this, of course, is causing massive upset among the left. They are saying, oh, 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 you're invading my privacy. Well, guess what? They're being used in private settings. And so you have a choice as to whether you enter those stores or not. Something has to be done. And then you hear them play, play the first part of that again. This is not a city where you can walk into a store, take what you want, and walk out. Dozens of lives. That, that, right there. I got news for you. This is a city where you can walk into the store and take anything you want. And you better believe that after you take what you want, if we happen to bust you, you will be let out of jail within hours so that you can go do it again. That's a great impression, by the way. This is a city where we do let the criminals roam. Is Mayor Adams in here? Oh, give me a home where the criminals roam, and we can call it New York City. This time might be the last year, unless I make it all too clear. I need you so. Rush. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Bo Snerdly. The Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Rush. Sade brings us back. Eight hundred eight four eight WABC. We will be getting to your calls. You know, I have a friend of mine here. We'll just. Her name is Janine, and I'm hanging out with my first cousin today. My first cousin Gloria. <laughs> but and Janine, during the break, you know, this is the first time they've they've seen us, and I'm just had to say, ladies, I you know, you may not know what you were getting into when you decided to watch this show, because you know, most of the time, anyway. Just in case. So I said, you know, this is what. And Janine has something real. You said, what about education in and what what America? What were you telling me, Janine? One of the richest countries in this world where children cannot have a decent education. That should be a shame for this country. And not only that, because you are black, you cannot have a decent education. So what they're going to do? They are going to build more cornfields so we can send them to slavery again because they don't know how to read and write. Uh, no, no, the jail cells will do. We have we have plenty of jail cells, and so if people don't learn how to read, they don't know how to write, and they 
just want to go out, you know, sell drugs, destroy your community a little bit more, destroy your lives. And we have, so we'll put you in jail and we'll let you out. And then we'll put you back in jail and we'll let you out. And we'll keep doing that. And you can, we can just do that ad nauseum and we can kill your generation of people like that. Oh, and if that's not enough, by the way, we can also groom you when you're young to think that if you're a man, you're not a man. And that is really effective as well. Destroy the men. So there's no head of the family because when you take out the men, you take out the whole family. Oh. Oh, so darling, tell us where you're from. I was born in Haiti. I grew up in Montreal. Uh-huh. And and what was the education like for you in, in Montreal? The best money can buy in Canada. And it's and it's free. But wait, you're black. You mean to tell me that black people can get educated in Canada? <laughs> you can do whatever you want in Canada. Your color doesn't have nothing to do with it. Oh, oh. So I mean, and did you did you go to a school where like eighty percent of your classmates didn't know how to speak the language? No. How about math? Did they teach you math? And they teach you everything. And all my nieces and nephews are college educated. And right now, I have my my nephew. From Montreal, moved to Seattle. He's working for. He works for. He moved from uh, Montreal with Amazon. Amazon with uh, Microsoft, and now he's working for the largest pharmaceutical company in the world. And he's black, and he was educated in Canada. And they came to in Canada to get educated black men to give them position in the United States and put those positions should be filled by American citizens, not foreigners. Ah, the things you learn. Well, Janine, thank you. That was, uh, yes, speaking of educational, that was very educational. But this is, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. You're welcome. This is what the left has done to America. Now, they are not done yet. California, Governor Gazem Newsom, the Gazem, the big Gazem has now come up with a new plan for homelessness. You know what Gazem Newsom wants to do to home for homeless people? Scott, you you, you spent a lot of time oh, in California. I just saw this, yes, and this was something that they've been talking about. They talked about this when I lived there, um, and it was kind of poo-poo. They want to build tiny homes for the homeless, and I don't know if that's a good idea or not, but apparently it's not going over very well with the with with the state. So the state of California wants to build little tiny homes. In other words, let me put this in real language. They want to build shacks. They want to, you know those little storage things that you buy from Home Depot, like the the, the plastic ones that you put in your yard to store your garden tools in and stuff like that? So they want to build little homes for the homeless that are a little bit bigger than that, but you got the general idea. They're small trailers, basically. They want to build sheds and stick the homeless people in sheds. They're going to spend $30 million to stick the homeless people in sheds in California. Meanwhile, the Pentagon, we just got through talking about earlier the threat to American security. And how we are at threat from Russia and China. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you will be happy to know that your United States 
military under President Biden is on the case. They understand that we have world powers threatening us. They understand that we are a nation at risk. And so, ladies and gentlemen, your Pentagon, the Pentagon of the mightiest, well, it used to be anyway, the mightiest military in the world, your Pentagon is doing everything they can do. They are actively working right now to find doctors who will provide hormones and puberty blockers for United States military children abroad. That is, yes, you heard me, your nation is, they want to defend America they from all threats. So the United States Pentagon, our military, under Joe Biden's leadership, is actively working right now to find doctors who will provide hormones and puberty blockers for U.S. military children. I know their uh, recruitment numbers have been down lately. Maybe yes. this is maybe this will help with the uh, get their recruitment drive kicked. kicked you up. can find that story at the Daily BS today. The Daily BS. That's my twice a day news blast. The Daily The Pentagon, yes, is actively working, trying to locate doctors willing to give little children hormones and puberty blockers so that they can become transgendered. Meanwhile, the Health and and Human Services Secretary, Rachel Levine, says that changing kids' gender has the highest support of the Biden administration. It is key to the mental health of minors. Assistant Secretary for Health to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Rachel Levine, who is herself trans, said that the, uh, it, the gender transition of kids has the highest support in the Biden administration, and soon... It will be fully normalized in fully normalized. It will be fully normalized in the United States of America. She also said that this is the key. This is the key for making kids mentally stable. On that happy note, let's head to the telephones. Let us start with John in Staten Island. John, welcome you on WABC Talk Radio 77, James Golden. Hello, Bo. Uh, the bank that uh, shorted the, oh, no, actually they gave away a lot of money, uh, SVB. I mean, I, when they gave away like hundreds of millions of dollars to all these uh, programs and all these people, doesn't that, I mean, that sounds more like a foundation. Because yes, when it you give away money that you hand to the people to deposit, it becomes a foundation. The foundation gives it away. So I think anybody who lost money should be able to write off their taxes. And then when they write off the taxes, we don't have the money in the budget, so we'll write off some stuff. Like transgender operations, you can't do that. Maybe 30 years from now when we get it down to about $2 trillion of a budget. But I think that's got to get cut, cut out. 
Maybe we could cut out some of the, the uh, government officials because a person who works makes an income that gets caught and taken by the government. The government makes no money. They're absolutely a job of no money of use. So Well, today, let me just address money. that. Let me just address that, John. Today, uh, President Biden, and this one, I will say he's right. Today, President Biden is asking Congress for more powers, for more legislation to claw back money that has been mismanaged by these bank executives. Now, let's remember what we're talking about, folks. In this SVB bank, hours before the Fed shut it down, they handed out bonuses. Before that, the major executives of this bank, this failed bank, that you, you taxpayers have now bailed out, sold off their stock and made millions. And their risk assessment person, the one in the UK, wasn't really doing risk assessment at all. She was and proudly standing up to say she was the face of a role model for LGBTQIA people because she was the first woman of color who was also a lesbian in her position, and she was arranging a month-long gay festival over in Europe. That was their head risk assessment officer. There are stories today about how Republicans, those evil, those evil Republicans are out saying that these banks were woke, that they're woke. And you know, Republicans don't like woke. And the AP did a fact check on that yesterday. I mentioned this yesterday. The AP said, (laughs) the AP had a hilarious fact check. They said, no, no, these banks aren't woke. They just made bad investments. The typical kind of stuff. Excuse me. They made the bad investments because they were woke. They gave this bank and gave these banks, not just the the SVB, over, what was the figure? It was billions or millions. I have to get the exact figure. But it was either in the millions or billions that they don't, it was in the millions. So you're talking about BLM? Yeah, to 73, BLM. 73, I think, 73 million. 73 million to BLM. Among other social justice causes. Again, I refer to Sarah Huckabee Sanders. We are no longer in a battle over right versus left. We are in a battle over normal versus crazy. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdley. Bo Snerdley. On 77 WABC. WABC. Traffic and Transit. Hey, Bo, you there for a second? I don't ride on. What's up? Was that your cousin I was listening to before? That was my cousin's friend, Janine. Oh, Janine. You're talking about blacks in Canada. I mean, I, yeah. have, I have family in Canada, too. I got to tell you. I don't Are they talk- black? No. <laughs> I, the other night, I'm watching public. Te- uh, are you sure? 
um, my my because you know DNA because you know oh, DNA because no, yeah, you know DNA is showing some interesting things these days. Yeah. Could you be white? You could be. No. I think James hey. always tries to pass his Irish on St. Patrick's Day. I don't have to pass his Irish. My great grandmother was go. Irish. I was I was just focusing on the my fact- first cousin is here. She will vouch. Isn't that true? Absolutely. That's right. Yeah. Your f- and we are so proud, and we love our Irish great grandmother. Absolutely, your 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 cousin's friend. I, I I focused in on that one remark. You can be anything in Canada, no matter even if you're black, right? Is that what she said? That's what she said. I'm watching a. I'm, you know all this. What I'm telling you is not going to be new to you. I'm watching a Josephine Baker uh, special the other night on public. Oh, TV. baby, she um, left the country. Like 1920, from St. Louis, she went to France, became a huge star. I mean, she was like Diana Ross and Lady Gaga rolled into one. She was just unbelievable. Yep. Came back to the States in 36. The day she walked off the ship, she said, oh, things changed. She sees all these black people on the shore waiting at when the, when the, when the uh, ship pulled in. And, she's, and it turned out, she says, it turned out to be uh, workers waiting for their bosses coming off the ship. So she figured, uh-oh, something's not right here. She couldn't get a hotel room that day in New York. She walked from one hotel room to another. And that the excuse was, sorry, ma'am, there must be a mistake. Sorry, ma'am, there must be a mistake. It was awful. She went back, long story short, she went back to France. War broke out. She enlisted. She went undercover to fight the Nazis. She was decorated. Went back to the U.S. after the war. Nothing changed. They couldn't have given two hoots about what this woman had done. It was appalling. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. The one and only, the re, the true queen of soul, Aretha Franklin brings us back. I'll tell you where I'm coming from. But you will see that it's just a matter of My love will surely make you mine. Oh, living in a world of ghetto life. Everybody around seems so tired. Nothing's wrong. It's all right. My man. That's right, baby. Give something that you can feel. Yet another song I didn't know was a remake. <laughs> I, I thought In Vogue. I thought In Vogue invented the song. Sorry, baby. They did not. It's the Retha. It's Queen of Soul. Retha Franklin's <laughs> from the Sparkle movie way back in the day. Let's head back. Oh, you know, I want to say something that you know because Bob mentioned this. This, um, you know, when we were talking about our my my Irish great-grandmother 
We have more than that. And like many Americans, I also have American Indian. My great-grandmother on my mom's side was half Choctaw. And like many other Americans, we have all sorts of influences. That's why, you know, when you look at all of this stuff, it makes no sense when you see these people so engrossed in this, these racist attitudes. You don't hate the black, don't hate the white. If you get hit, just hate the bite. That was what slashed. And because it's true, we are all so mixed. There's only one race, human race. That's it. Alex in Brooklyn, New York. You're up next on WABC Talk Radio 77. How are you, Alex? Hey, hey, James. Thanks for taking the call. So actually, what you mentioned about the homeless homes in, in California, what Gavin Newsom wants to do, unless he's providing some sort of program for these people, you know, we're, I don't know that it's such a bad thing. Like, the only thing is where would he put these garages? But that's not why I called. But uh, I wanted to comment about this thing that you start a program with that. Now that Joe Biden's talking about and Democrats talking about banning TikTok when Trump was all for it, and it's despicable because they, they said he was horrible for wanting to do that, and now they're going and doing that, and now they're righteous about it for, for doing for planning and you know banning TikTok. But it's another example of what they did with COVID-19. We had the vaccine. When Trump was saying it was going to come out before the election, Democrats said it would be unsafe, and then it came out before the election, and Joe Biden won the election, so they right away said that they should mandate it for everybody because it's so safe. So they're complete hypocrites. They don't care about the fact. They only care about the politics of who it is, and it's, it's really despicable. It is despicable when you think about a word that used to be, and, and I realize that this word now would fall into disfavor. We used to use the word statesman. Of course, that excludes women, so we couldn't use it today, statespeople. But those were considered to be people who put the national interest or their local political interest ahead of their political party. And they work for the greater good. Now, you mentioned COVID. COVID is the biggest scam in American history. Not the fact that we did not have a disease that killed millions of people. We did. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about was the politicization of all of it. When Donald Trump mentioned hydroxychloroquine, we had false reports saying, oh, it never worked. It did work, but it only cost 19 cents a pill. Ivermectin worked. According to doctors, I am not a doctor, disclaim right there. We had, but I am telling you from personal experience about hydroxychloroquine because that stuff saved my life, and I can tell you that without a doubt. When you start looking at the ways that we were, the stuff, the misinformation surrounding the vaccines, the misinformation surrounding lockdowns, the misinformation all the way through it, and the fact that social media companies blocked doctors and nurses who wanted to bring their points of view to the marketplace of discussion, and they were blocked by some little weenie at some social media company who never spent a day in his or her life at a medical school. It's all political. And that is a disgrace, and it continues to this day, although we are learning more and more about what took place during those years. Mike, Myrtle Beach, you're up next on WABC. How are you, Mike? 
time no speak. Long time no speak, Bo. Uh, Thank you. I called you from the Poconos in, in uh, Lake George. I was a drummer back in the day. We were talking about Chick Corea. I played uh, oh, yeah. big band orchestra, jazz, blues. And Curtis, hey, Curtis, you got to slow down, man. I played, you know, Motown, Sly, is, is, and Earth, Wind, and Fire was yours. And there's a rim shot for him. You know, I know it's the end of your show, Bo. Uh, I'm Italian, proud to be. And uh, my two kids are doing well. Uh, our country is in such a downward spiral. And I'm surprised Joe Biden, the, the, the Democratic donkey, the worst of the worst, and his son Hunter, I'm surprised he's not impeached. And I hope they indict both and all the other far-left Democratic uh, donkeys. It's, it's outrageous, man. They're scam artists and thieves. You know, shake that off. Well, we do know that yesterday we found out that Hunter Biden's former flame, who was his dead brother's wife, received 30-some-odd thousand in two payments from the Chinese, routed through a Biden associate. Look, folks, a lot of this is going to come. And they keep stalling. Hunter Biden is now going on the offensive, countersuing the guy with the laptop. Good. Because this stuff is all going to be fomenting as we head into another election season. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you for being with us every day of the week. Here we're on 4 to 5 p.m. on WABC Talk Radio 77. We are the crown jewel of American radio. God willing, ladies and gentlemen, I will be with you tomorrow at 7 a.m. Set your alarm clocks. Have that first cup of coffee with us. It has been a heck of a week. Always, I will remind you, please, no matter how bad the news seems, keep your optimism. Keep your faith. Keep your positive frame of mind and spirit. This is America. We are a blessed nation and a blessed people. And may God bless and protect each and every single one of you and your families. God willing, be with you at 7 a.m. See you tomorrow. Bye. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly.